Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. As we continue with our series, Visions of Heaven, let us turn to the book of Revelation. When the Apostle John was transported by the Spirit into heaven. This occurred immediately after the resurrected Jesus had reached down to earth and once again appeared to him. Jesus had just instructed John to write to the seven churches. From the seven letters to the churches, we discover that some are facing external pressures, others, the threat of false teachings. Others are weak and not prepared for the coming battle. Some compromise their relationship with Jesus. Some are living in an illusion and one is totally corrupted by their present culture. These are the seven churches, representing the whole church in which the risen Christ walks. This is what was happening on earth at the time of writing and continues in the church to this day. Yet regardless of circumstances, the church, that is the collective of every disciple of Jesus, is called to look up and see into heaven. So let us begin. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 to 5. After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. The first thing that John saw was a door, an open door into heaven. We too in Christ Jesus, in the Spirit, have access into heaven. We are urged to come boldly to God's throne in worship, in prayer, with praise and thanksgiving. Not only can we have access into heaven, but heaven comes down to us with God's presence continually reigning upon, around and within us, flowing freely through us to others in all that we do. 
The purpose for John being able to see into heaven is to show him and the entire church a greater revelation of Jesus and what must take place. As we look into heaven, the most significant reality is that everything is related to the throne of the Lord God Almighty. That is the central focus of the action. That is from where the drama takes place. From the throne comes flashes of lightning. In front of the throne is what looked like a sea of glass. All attention is drawn to the one who sits on the throne. He is so awesome that John can only describe his appearance in terms of precious stones. This imagery speaks powerfully into the Jewish mindset as the Old Testament priests wore breastplates adorned with precious stones. For us today, we read at the end of the book of the Revelation that the New Jerusalem has walls made of precious stone. Then we see the rainbow that shone like an emerald, which encircled the throne. A rainbow just like on earth that is visible when light shines through water, enabling us to see the unseen colours of light. This rainbow is reminiscent of the glory of the Lord, as seen through the eyes of Ezekiel in part one of our series, Visions of Heaven. A rainbow reminds us of the covenant God made with the earth, for God is majestic and awesome in splendour. Surrounding the throne are twenty-four elders dressed in white, with crowns of gold seated on these thrones. There is much speculation about the identity and ministry of these elders. In the Old Testament, King David also divided the worshipping priests into 24 divisions. Their sole purpose was to minister in the temple where God dwelt. In the New Testament, the church was founded on the life, death, resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ. By the pouring out of his Spirit, through the eyewitness account and teachings of the Twelve Apostles, the church grew. In chapter 21 of the book of the Revelation of Jesus, we get a glimpse of the New Jerusalem. It has twelve gates with the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel inscribed on them. And the twelve foundations of the wall are the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Twelve tribes of Israel and twelve apostles the people of God from both the Old and New Testament coming together as one in Jesus, represented by the 24 elders, all worshipping, ruling and reigning together in perfect unison. We now come to the moment when the choir in heaven is about to erupt, in perfect harmony, giving all glory, honour and thanks to God. Revelation chapter 4, verses 6 to 11. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, 
and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honour and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives for ever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives for ever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honour and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Wow! Here the choir of heaven is the four living creatures, who are also reminiscent of those seen by Ezekiel in the Old Testament, together with the twenty-four elders representing both the Old and New Testament believers. All are in perfect harmony of worship. The call goes out. The four living creatures declare, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The first expression of worship is a revelation of God's character. Holy, three times holy. Reminding us of Isaiah's vision in part two of our series, Visions of Heaven. The second expression of worship is of God's power, and the third, his eternal existence. Here the emphasis is on God, the Creator. God is the only one who created something out of nothing. In the beginning, God created out of the void and out of the chaos. He created out of nothing. For there was nothing to see, nothing to feel, and nothing to hear. This echoes Genesis chapter 1, account of creation and chapter 1 of the Gospel according to John. Both reveal who the Creator is. Humanity can create something out of something. All human theories of the origin of all things start with something. Today, science tries to discover the origins of the universe without God, and therefore they cannot determine how something came out of nothing as only God could create something out of nothing. The four living creatures give glory, honour and thanks to the Eternal One, who created heaven and earth and all things good. He did it all from nothing.
The immediate response of the 24 elders is to fall down before the Eternal One who created and worship only Him. They cast their crowns before His throne. They surrender their right to the ultimate authority. They surrender their gift of authority and dominion back to the One who gave it to them. They give Him who sits on the throne all the glory, for He is magnificent in character power, and existence. They gave him the honour that he alone is worthy. Everyone and everything in the whole of creation owe their existence to the Eternal One who created. In this spectacular exchange in heaven, we are confronted with the origins of creation and the splendour of his majesty. So the scene is now set for the dramatic entrance of the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who became the Lamb who was slain. Revelation chapter 5, verses 5 to 10. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah The root of David has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. This is the ultimate climax, where the whole of creation finds its meaning. The Lion, the Lamb, is Jesus. The King who became the servant and the sacrifice. The Lamb has seven horns representing complete power and authority. He is the only one worthy to open the scroll and loose the seals. With seven eyes which are representing the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit of God who was sent out into all the earth. The Son of God, having emptied himself, taking on human form, was lifted up from the earth onto the cross, where he paid the cost and brought humanity out from the bondage of the evil powers of darkness and death. Through Jesus' resurrection and ascension, He was exalted above everything. 
after ascension into heaven, his spirit was poured out upon all the earth. The Lamb The Son of God is now in the centre of the throne of God the Father. The Lamb is worshipped and encircled by the twenty-four elders. Jesus is the one who holds everything in his hand, for he has redeemed humanity with his own blood. As a result, he has set us free from the bondage of evil, death and self, making us kings and priests, reigning over all the earth in his love, truth and power. In the fulfilment of all things in heaven and earth and under the earth, they are one in Christ Jesus. Let us read the response of the angelic choir of heaven. Revelation chapter 5, verses 11 to 14. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength and honour and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honour, and glory and power, be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb for ever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him, who lives for ever and ever. Crescendo upon Crescendo The singing began with the four living creatures, and the twenty-four elders in complete unison is added to by the hosts of heaven, climaxing with the praise, glory and honour given to God the Father and God the Son by every creature. In this world of fake and real news, tensions and conflicts, abuses of power and oppression, broken hearts and troubled minds, we are empowered to refocus, to look into heaven and see the throne of the living God. Therefore, to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb, holy, 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 praise, honour, glory and power, to him for ever and ever. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.